Hello everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Tuesday to you all my friends. I hope that you're having a fantastic day so far. Um, I hope that you've not encountered too much stress, too much anxiety, too many problems uh, so far, whether your day is just beginning in the middle or towards the end. Also, from the jump of this episode, I want to apologize if you happen to hear any sniffling. I um, I made a terrible decision to take my um, like little nasal spray whatever-ness for my chronic sinusitis right before I wanted to record, and that was a terrible mistake I will never make again. Um, but anyway, I just apologize if I happen to sniff and I don't realize that I'm doing it, so again apologize but happy Tuesday um, if you're having a rough day you're experiencing some stress and it's just not the best I encourage you to take the five minute reset which is to t- take at least five minutes to be by yourself which is the opportunity to reset your day come back to baseline just restart and reset right then and there It also allows you to have the opportunity to problem solve whatever issues you are dealing with at the moment so that you are able to have a rest of your day, uh, continue to have a good rest of your day that same day or the next day or the next opportunity that you get to problem solve that situation. Um, But also just know that the five minute reset time is just for you to have a break and give your brain a rest from dealing with the stress and anxiety and the issues and problems that you're currently um, experiencing. I also encourage everyone to make a list of at least four things that you are grateful for, and that can be big things, small things, medium-sized things. It doesn't matter. Um, It can be things as small as being grateful for what you ate for lunch, things as big as being grateful for uh, waking up with another day and not feeling sick or uh, being uh, grateful and blessed that you haven't uh, gotten COVID or grateful that no one in your family has done that, grateful that you still have your job or it can be medium things like you're grateful that you're making enough money to pay your bills or help to cover um, someone else's bills if you are trying to help someone else out as well during this hard time. So um, I just encourage you to make a list of at least four things that you are grateful for. And last but not least, make sure that before you leave the five minute reset time that you can feel at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of the day because you do not want to pass along your negative attitude to anyone else. You also just want to be able to Um, have this time to evaluate and change and shift your mindset and change your perspective into knowing that despite what you're going through and I'm not here to you know um, to bring down anyone's feelings or say that whatever you're going through isn't super important but you know doing your gratitude list will definitely help you um, put into perspective put into perspective um, how many amazing things are still happening to you despite what you are currently dealing with at this very moment. But I do hope that you are having a fantastic Tuesday and that you don't necessarily have to do the five minute reset, but you are welcome to do it as many uh at any point in any day, as many hours, days, weeks, months in the year, as much as you need. Just do it. Just take it. Do it for you, no matter what anyone says about it. If it's going to help you, do it. Um, So just a reminder that this week we're talking about getting help, how to ask for help. Um, And today, Tuesday, we're going to specifically talk about your egos in the way. So let's go ahead and just jump right into the episode. One of the biggest reasons we don't ask for help is because we let our pride and ego get in our way and convince us that we either don't need help because doing it on our own is more respectable or honorable, 
or that we will be looked down upon for requiring help. But today, we are going to go through several different barriers that prevent us from asking for help, and this will help to identify what is getting in your way and allow you to better, to be better informed as to how it needs to be fixed and what to do to move forward. And I definitely wanted to make sure that you understand that the reason that I titled this episode what I did, because it's important to understand that like at all the reasons that I'm going to go to can kind of be brought back to pride and your ego and the way that you feel about yourself and how you're presenting yourself to the world and how you feel about yourself and, you know, wanting to continue to have this um, great polish on you, like be represent, represent yourself in the best possible light, the best possible way possible. Um, I just said possible twice. (laughs) Um, But you understand what I mean. And I definitely wanted to break down like a lot of good reasons for us to go through, but I want you to know that a lot of times it's just our ego and our pride getting in our way and really, um, you know, helping us to stumble. And that's like, it doesn't sound very positive at all when I say help, but it's definitely just helping us stumble. It's helping us waste time. It's helping us uh, take away from opportunities of people sharing their gifts and talents with us to help us. It's all of these things. So let's go ahead and go through a quick list of things to know that are things that are preventing you from asking for help. I'm so sorry. That sounded a little discombobulated, but, you know, transparency here. Um, pride. It can be hard to deal with the idea that you aren't able to do everything yourself. I get it, but we are only one person and we're and we're not created to live life alone and do everything on our own. And so, you know, ego goes with pride. You have to understand that, You don't have to do everything and you shouldn't want to do everything. Maybe people will give you a pat on the back if you are able to accomplish everything. You know, they'll give you some sort of honor award. It'll be some sort of big goal achievement that you have that you've been able to do everything on your own. However, you can still feel really good about yourself even with other people coming along and helping you. And I understand that maybe there was a time in your life where you couldn't do anything for yourself or a bunch of people had to come and pick you up and do everything for you. So you prefer to do everything on your own as a way to kind of reestablish who you are, you know, show the strength and resilience that you have. I understand. I've totally been there, been there. But, you know, there comes a point where you can do a lot of things on your own, but if you are humble enough to ask someone else to come alongside you and partner with you and help you and assist you, that shows a lot better and a higher character than just being so remarkable that you're figuring out a way to do everything on your own without burning out and just crashing and burning in general. So just consider that. Uh, The next one, not wanting to burden someone else. You know, I get that this feeling can be so very overwhelming and the guilt can mount up, but just know that more often than not, people want to help you. Like they do. People want to share their talents, their abilities. They want to have that, uh, they want to exhibit that kindness and they want to be filled with joy and, and accomplishment and peace and happiness that they're able to reach out and help someone, especially doing something that they're really good at. And even if they're helping out with something that they're not necessarily, that's not their uh, best skill set, but they still enjoy helping. That is still, you're still offering that person, allowing that person to really just work in their gifts and 
and really help you and bring kindness to you and it's blessing them as well you have to remember that and he won't know if you are burdening someone until you ask and even if they do say they can't help you that's that's it that's just it not the end of the world and probably not a real rejection just an availability issue for them so do not be afraid to ask someone out of fear of burdening people and believe me I have a firsthand experience with that because I always feel like I am bothering people burdening people I'm like you know I just they're like why didn't you asked me for help and I'm like oh you know I just didn't want to bother you I didn't want you to feel like you had something else to do but then like the thing that really helps me to get out of that mindset of feeling like I'm burdening people is that people come to me often and ask for my help and I always say yes or sometimes I've been working on my own personal boundaries and I'll say no I can't or maybe another time and you have to think like okay well they are bold enough and brave enough and they don't feel like they're burdening me by asking they're just asking you know there's some people that I will just go out and ask several people to help them help them all at the same time and I'm like okay well maybe I just need to have a little bit more courage like they are and not worry about burdening people because it won't you won't know if it's a burden whether they say yes or no right and and it's just like if they say yes and if they choose to take it on even though it would be a burden to them you're not necessarily creating that they are taking that on with their own knowledge of understanding that they may not have any more availability or capacity to assist you but they're choosing to do so anyway and that is their own personal choices so consider that next time you're worrying about some burdening someone else by requesting their help they get to make the choice whether it's a burden or not not you next one is fear of rejection you know no one likes to feel like they are being rejected but you actually won't know you're going to be rejected until you give it a chance right that's just simple simple knowledge and I understand that you may have past history and experience with being rejected which means you even more are scared to put yourself out there but there is no way to have good experiences until you put yourself out there again and again so you know, the simple answer is that you have to keep trying and everyone's like, oh, that's the most lame answer because it's the hardest one. And yeah, it's definitely the hardest one. You know, you could definitely, if you have a history of feeling rejected, especially by the same person you're about to go ask for help. Maybe you do need to take some time and separate yourself from that person. And then, you know, it's going to take a lot from you, a lot of strength, a lot of um, inner peace, and also a lot of courage for you to step up and ask that person to help you again knowing what happened in the past and in the history and you know maybe they'll act the same or maybe they'll act different and honestly there's no problem either way if they say no again that doesn't have to crush you that doesn't have to immediately tell you that anyone else you ask is going to say no it's just that this person has a continued history of telling you no and that's what that is and maybe they just don't really want to help you and that's okay like there's plenty of other people out there that can help you with what you need so you need to not have such a big fear of rejection because you won't even know if you're going to be rejected until it actually happens and you know like I, I always like to play devil's advocate and say like okay well if you were rejected then what does that mean to you that just means that they didn't have the time they don't have the capacity or they just don't enjoy the thing that you need help with they don't know how to tell you that they don't have the knowledge or the skill set or they don't believe in themselves enough to be able to help you if you know for a fact that they have that skill set do you see what I mean but yeah they might reject you you might have to ask someone else but that's just that like it doesn't have to completely 
completely break you down. It doesn't have to make you feel less than. It doesn't have to affect your your self-esteem or your self-worth in any way at all. You can just be like, okay, accept it and move on. Fear of rejection is definitely something that will take some time to move on, uh, move through and understand and get over um, and be able to feel not feel it as much as you may currently but you have to continue to put yourself out there and you'll feel more comfortable with rejection the more times that you experience it for sure Uh, the next one I want to talk about is embarrassment you know you think you're going to make fun you think they're going to make fun of you for asking you feel uncomfortable not knowing how to do something and needing to ask for help but just know that they are not the only person feeling that you are not the only person feeling that way and if you go into asking for help with that mindset it will be much easier to endure the whole experience in any feelings so yeah maybe they will make fun of you maybe they will judge you but maybe they probably won't and even if they do it doesn't matter because that's their opinion and you're just feeling embarrassed because you're feeling shame you're feeling like you're being pointed out you're feeling like you're just the odd one out you're you're uh, on display for uh, whatever is happening and you don't have to feel that way like if someone does point out that oh my gosh I can't believe you have to ask for help with this like everyone knows this blah 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 like whatever they're saying is just bullying and it's not true maybe not everyone knows how to do it but if everyone does know how to do it and you're the only person left in this entire world that doesn't know how to do whatever thing you're asking for help that's fine you're at least taking the smart route you're not taking the time to um, try to figure it out on your own and waste time and be inefficient also um, how do you think the other people learn how to do it you know they had to go ask for help they had to have someone else teach them and I understand that a lot of things can be learned like on your own through trial and error and experience but a lot of things cannot and you have to ask someone to teach you and that's fine and you shouldn't um, if your embarrassment comes up, I just encourage you, if it, it starts to bubble up too much, just kind of stomp down on it and be like, okay, well, I'm not the only one experiencing this and I just need to continue to press through through the experience and it'll be okay. Uh, the next one I want to talk about is looking weak or incompetent, also imposter syndrome, which imposter syndrome I've decided is something I'm going to talk about for a whole week um, because I find that it's very important and integral to a lot of people that I've been speaking with recently and I find that it would be a good topic but to briefly hit on it you are not weak for asking for help that's just the bottom line it's the truth it's the ultimate truth no matter what anyone tells you that is gospel truth not gospel truth I'm sorry but you are not weak you are not weak for asking for help if anything you are being smart and working more efficiently and we spend so much time putting up the exterior shell that we can do anything They can handle anything and everything, which may be true sometimes, but it doesn't need to be true all the time. And it's not going to be true all the time. And just know that everyone experiences imposter syndrome and usually the people suffering from imposter syndrome are the ones that are most committed and capable people. And the peeps that are really faking it think they are better than everyone else. So I would just encourage you to take a step aside from imposter syndrome and understand and know that, you know, you if you really care and you're really committed and you're trying and you're doing your best just understand that all those things are true and you need to keep on keeping on until you actually realize how good of a job you are doing and how um, relevant and necessary you are within the ideal or field that you are trying to not feel like an imposter in or like 
job or titleship or whatever it may be. But just know that you are not weak for asking for help. Honestly, you are humbling yourself. You are actually stronger than most people because you respect that other people know more than you and you need to gain that knowledge from them. And you're allowing them the opportunity to share their knowledge, to put their knowledge on display, to really like feel good about themselves for getting it all out and kind of showcasing it in a way. And that's a beautiful gift to give to someone and very respectable and honorable, to be honest. Uh, The next one I want to talk about is feeling indebted. So this will be a quick one. You're not indebted to anyone that helps you. You're just not. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's like family. You know, I don't care if uh, you, you're moving and you ask people to come help you move. It doesn't mean you necessarily owe them anything. I understand that the general exchange for helping your friends move is usually they'll buy you dinner or something like that. But I don't even necessarily feel like that needs to be a debt that you have to pay. It should just be a nice gesture that you may decide to do. Or maybe you don't have enough money to do that because you spent all your money moving and getting into your new home or whatever it may be, or you're moving across the country or whatever the situation is. You're not obligated to do that. You're just obligated to be grateful to do that unless, you know, you may have discussed that beforehand. Um, but just uh, if people want to help, you accept it as a gift in a nice gesture just because someone helps you does not mean you owe them anything and if they are expecting something that's their own expectation they need to work on and you only owe someone something if you agreed upon it beforehand so let's say you ask people to help you move they're like no I don't know if I want to and you're like hey you know, if you help me move, then I will get you pizza, get you some drinks, you know, we're going to hang out. Okay. You know, that's an agreement made ahead of time. But if you're like, hey, can you help me move? And the other person's like, yeah, that'd be great. And they help you move. And then at the end of it, you're like, okay, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, Maybe if you want to come by and like have a quick drink real quick, that'd be great. But if the other person has their own expectations, then that's on them because they shouldn't be creating expectations that no one knows about also if people agree to help you it should be out of the kindness of their heart and if it's not it's their it's their heart issue to deal with not yours you might feel like it affects you because they're trying to blame it on you like oh my gosh I did all this for you you owe me for this like it shouldn't be that way we should just freely give our time and our energy and our knowledge to people when they ask unless again it is agreed upon beforehand Last but not least is vulnerability. You know, exercising any opportunity to be vulnerable is great. You are allowing yourself to have the courage to show up and be seen for who you are and not care what will happen next. And I I encourage you that if you have any opportunity to be vulnerable, put your heart out there, you know, really expose who you are, what you're all about, practice transparency and authenticity, yes, please do it. I encourage you because you know, you, you don't want to be vulnerable. Like if you're asking someone for help and it has to do with your feelings and emotions and what you're going through, you're definitely going to have to be vulnerable. And by practicing that, yeah, sometimes maybe there is going to come an opera that there's going to come an experience where it's not going to go so well. Someone might try to take advantage of you, manipulate you or spread gossip that you tell them because you thought you were telling them in confidence and you actually weren't, you were being very vulnerable. Yeah, that might happen and you might have to deal with it. And that really 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 suck I just I'm putting it out out there out there for you real straight and forward but that's a chance that you have to take for the opportunity to practice being vulnerable and putting yourself out there and knowing that you know 
I would say eight to nine times out of ten, it's actually going to work out in a positive way and you're going to gain get closer to these people and they're going to be able to help you with whatever you're going through and it's going to be a positive experience. So I encourage you to understand that, yeah, there's risk in everything. There's negative risk in literally everything, but you know, if it's worth it to you that much, you will be willing to take it and embrace it and know that it's for the best. Okay, you guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, my name is Sabrina. Happy Tuesday to you all. I hope that you really enjoyed this episode. And if you did and you know someone else that would too, I encourage you to share it with them. Again, I really appreciate your support here on the podcast, listening, encouraging other people to listen, downloading, sharing, whatever it is you're doing, please keep doing it. I so appreciate it. This is like my heart and soul here. I love it. It's amazing. I love putting out the podcast for you. Um, please come visit me over on Instagram at Sabrina Joy Perozo. Check the description box for notes for the show. Also at the bottom is my email address for any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topic suggestions. Want to say hi? Please do. Um, but I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you come back for the rest of the episodes for this week's podcast. But until then, Have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.